welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we talk about all things zookeeping. Oh. We are both former zookeepers. Oh. Each week we talk about some, usually it's animals, but this time it's not going to be. <laughs> and uh, we discuss it, we get our thoughts out, we give some good advice, which is more of what this is going to be. But nothing we say Mm-mm. reflects any past, present, or future organizations. Mm-mm. All thoughts, opinions, and experiences are our own. My so own. just take it with a little grain of salt. And with that, we're going to get grimy. Uh, Flora, please. <laughs> please give me a quick summary of you and your mental state and how you're doing. <laughs> I am the literal <laughs> grubbish Pokemon. That little trash Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> I'm that. Okay. Yeah. And but like weepier. I don't know. He's got like an infection. Oh, yeah. Of the eyes where he just weeps. Just weepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. How, oh. what, what What are you? <laughs> Have, having a good day. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, if we're going to go Pokemon route, um, I'm feeling pretty. Fuck. What's that little guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh. What's that little impish motherfucker? Bro, <laughs> impotent? <laughs> Bro, you impotent <laughs> right now? Bro, you straight impotent right now? On the Bro, phone I with me? His- <laughs> I forget his name. Also, the first time you said his name, I thought you <laughs> I thought you were calling me impotent. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, yeah, but. That also <laughs> tracks. Not relevant. That also tracks. Um, the fact that you're like, what's that imp's name? Impotent. <laughs> You've had- you got a third of it. Listen, my brain is too full of like rage and stuff right now. I can't. It's not at full functioning processing level. No, we're, we're not there. Mm-mm. We're barely at twenty seven percent, babe. Mm-mm. Like it's mm-hmm. not. We're on one right th- now. Things have been better. Yeah, so we're out here vibing in a really good headspace to record this episode. But we do have a little bit of business I want to get out in front of. Um, we actually oh. have a new Grime Gang patron. <gasps> oh after my this god! Dry spell. The holy person. I don't know who they are, but they're my favorite. Yeah, welcome, welcome to, welcome to the Grime Gang family. We're gonna Come do our a classic word association shout Come out on, on the down. show. Flora, please give me your Come best um, unexpected Pokemon for our newest Grime Gang patron, Jacob. Jacob, you're gonna be an oddish with a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that came out of me rhythmically. I was dancing. I don't know if you could tell from my voice. I liked it. It was like slam poetry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That burst um, out of me. Okay. Well, sorry, Jacob. What up, Jacob? Unless you're into it, then you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, welcome to the family. <laughs> so this week, we have a bit of a and d situation where we're going to be giving some advice, but really, we're just going to kind of be talking more about our experiences mm. and hopefully steering you all clear of some like major red flags. Yeah. Um, a lot of this is stemming from some recent conversations in several zookeeping forums on social media that we're both a part of. And we know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are also a part of. And they've just come up and been just very concerning. <laughs> There's been a lot of discourse about a lot of very concerning things. And Sometimes. you know us in the face of tragedy, shock and awe. We do what we do best, which is just make memes about it. I'm going to take advantage of that. And put it's a picture of Spongebob great. next to some text. <laughs> love- yeah, there's a real Spongebob theme this time around. It hits. He hit- he's got a still for like every occasion. 
Just saying. He does. He really does. It's the show that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it obviously rings true with a lot of you because we get a lot of feedback and we've actually, this yeah. is the reason we're making this episode is we've got a lot of personal messages from a lot of people saying like, this really resonates. I thought it was just me. I'm glad they to see that there are more people out there. Trauma dumps so hard on us, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, how fucking bonkers is all of this. But yeah, it's crazy that people mm-hmm. like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to toot anyone's horn, mm-hmm. but our own toot toot because we i'm gonna say that we started it the conversation i think we opened the door yeah oh yeah um it's been building exponentially and i do think that we shoved our foot in an open door and like kept it from closing sort of situation well (laughs) it helps when we're both wearing big old clown shoes and then we keep that door open (laughs) then we set the building on fire while we were inside of it and exactly now Uh this is where we are so i think people are comfortable like reaching out to us because Mm -hmm. they know like, you can't publicly talk about a lot of this stuff still because you're going to get fucking fired. If you're still in the business, you're going to get fucking fired. Yeah. If you look at someone cross-eyed and backwards <laughs> and you post a meme about demanding getting paid for your mm-hmm. own labor, you're going to get fired. <laughs> There's uh, no what ifs, a world we live in. No yeah. ifs, ands, or buts. So I think it's nice. We appreciate it. And, like, obviously, mm-hmm. mum's the word. We're not telling on anybody. No, of course not. Um, okay, unless, narc. unless you're a manager, like trying to get information from us or anything then i will blast you to the rooftops i will knock <laughs> on you get ready you. um yeah so we uh we wanted to take some of those feelings those thoughts and talk about them and most recently there have been a couple specific instances of discussion <laughs> points and you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said flora like we sort of opened the door a little bit i think we made it like not just socially acceptable but like fashionable to talk about uh, how like yeah. shitty <laughs> Because now you can do it, like, are. ironically, right? Like, oh, it's just a meme. Exactly. I'm not actually like, revolting against my employer. It's just exactly. a meme. Exactly. It's camp. It's camp. It's camp. <laughs> this is just camp, you guys. Exactly. It's, like, brought into the public eye. And I think mm-hmm. it's great because mm-hmm. a lot of these things for a long time haven't been talked about, which is why they're big fucking issues. Yes. But specifically, we wanted to talk a little bit about recognizing some red flags, both, like, in interviews when you're applying to a new position as a new keeper, but also some things to look out for once you do get the job. Um, and then building off of that, how to actually set some good, healthy work boundaries and prior- prioritize your personal well-being without sacrificing, like, your integrity as a worker and, like, mm-hmm. also not working overtime without getting paid, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> it's, like, a big issue. Mm-hmm. And then we also saw a recent discourse about um, salary discussions in keeping, which is, like, you and I have been Oof. preaching that for ages. Oof. It needs to happen. I don't know why it doesn't fucking happen. I don't know why it's a goddamn secret all the time. But you got to know, like, the whole point of a job is so that you can pay to live. You have to know what you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my thoughts. So why don't we go ahead and start? Flora, I want you to to speak a little bit about red flags in interviews. Sure. Like, what are some things that you look for when you're a new keeper interviewing in a new zoo? Yeah, I think it's tough because, of course, from the beginning, you're going to be like, how do I make the best impression of me like how do i sell myself like all that stuff and mm-hmm. then you practice all this stuff for your part and then like the questions at the end you're just like i'll just make up something but really these interviews are a good way to like start sussing out some sketchy shit like mm-hmm. they're the people who are on these phone calls are sometimes not very professional and they will no. say some sketchy shit and i've had interviews where i take the job and then i look back at the interview and i'm like well, goddamn, I, I knew, I knew then, and I was like, no, it'll be okay. No, it's not okay. Like, trust your no. instincts. Yeah. So I think really come with questions and really push for 
for valid answers. And if they're mm-hmm. pussyfooting around a question, there is a reason, right? Just like you probably mm-hmm. pussyfoot mm-hmm. around some of the questions they're asking you. There's probably a reason for that too. <laughs> so I know that when you go into an interview, like you've mentioned, you want to make the best impression. And I think part of that comes down to all the pressure being on it being such a coveted job. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you're trying to really demonstrate the passion and the drive that you have and the commitment. And so I think you oftentimes will overlook things that pop up or you'll kind of take things that they say and be like, oh, that's not so bad. Like I can deal with that because Mm -hmm. you want, you know, you want it because there's a huge line out the door of other people who could get it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it kind of lends to that mentality of already kind of sweeping things under the rug and like turning a blind eye to things that might be an issue and probably will be an issue. Right. And I think a few of those that I've at least run into are like, again, like salary discussions. Those really don't ever happen. No. (laughs) Um, Talking about like your work culture, asking questions about that and having those being not really addressed is also an issue. And talking about like your work commitments as well can sometimes, if those questions aren't like very uh, directly and detailed in their answers, then that can be a big problem in Mm -hmm. my eyes. Yeah. And I think I've like had interviews where, you know, you ask about the turnover or like workplace Mm -hmm. culture or how would you rate like the happiness like level of your team? Mm -hmm. And if they're mentioning things like pizza parties and and small Band-Aid type things, and that means like Mm -hmm. the corporation as a whole, the company is not doing anything for their employees, really. Yeah. So if they don't have like a answer to that question and they're just kind of making up stuff. But obviously they have to answer the question somehow, but I think you can tell like how sincere people are. And if it takes them a long time to kind of come up with something, then it might not be <laughs> as oh, sincere. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But I would know. I, I mean, I would, I would honestly appreciate someone to be like honest and be like, yeah, you know, we have hard days and easy days, but we like come together and everybody helps or whatever. I don't know, something, mm-hmm. but something where they kind of touch base on it. Um, but mm-hmm. I have had an interview where they were like, yeah, every day is really hard. And then I got there and every day was fucking miserable. We didn't have time to do anything. And all the animals <laughs> suffered because of it. So that was true. Maybe they were a little too honest. I don't know. <laughs> Could do with a little bit more sugarcoating. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I think if they're if they're saying it's going to be tough and you're not going to have time to do anything, then that's probably true. And that probably means people aren't taking breaks or taking lunches. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? I think if you have the opportunity to do a working interview as well, or you get oh. to meet like the keepers, I know a lot of zoos do that. Ask them those questions. If you get like sidelong glances and people looking at each other when you mm-hmm. ask like what the break schedule is like, what the compensation is like, like mm-hmm. what the vacation availability is like, then that's an issue. I mean, mm-hmm. even if they don't say it out loud, you're going to be able to pick up on those cues. And yeah. I know that <laughs> like you and I were talking and... For all of the like new keepers that came in and new interns and stuff that came in that we trained and like we were overseeing throughout all of our zookeeping years, anytime someone came in, they're like so excited, especially toward like the last half of our zookeeping. They're so excited. Like our initial response wasn't, yeah, it's amazing. Mm -mm. Like ours was like, yeah, you know, it's a lot of hard work. We're glad to have you on the team. (laughs) We weren't out here trying to like perpetuate this like toxic idea of. It being no. amazing, and I think it's that's what hard. That's what some people do is like they they like lie and like sugarcoat it to like mm-hmm. convince you to to trap someone in because they don't want to be short staffed. Yeah. Like they don't want their boss to be in endless interviews for seven months to a year and not have a boss. Oh, weird, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Not like that happened to me or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But I think if you're looking in the area too, like 
if the office and the place that you're supposed to be staying and eating and storing your stuff is literally disgusting, then mm-hmm. that means that the staff doesn't have time to clean up their own area, which means mm-hmm. they probably don't even have time to do their own job properly. Like, if they're living in filth, yeah. that's, like, a sign to me that they either don't have time or those are, like, shitty people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the standard is not but there. But probably that they just don't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have time to clean up after themselves and to, like, keep an area clean that they're literally eating and, like, hanging out in, mm-hmm. it's probably not good. Nah, probably not good. I think there is a really big rampant problem, though, with hiring managers not being transparent about salaries, though. And that was something that well, came yeah, up in one the of the fuck? recent discussion posts on, like, social media was talking about salary ranges. And some people were, like hey, you should share the salary. People need to know that information before they move across the country. Yeah. That is all part of accepting a new job is understanding your cost of living and also if it's realistic that you will be able to live uh, off of that salary. And other people are like, no, it just shows you're not passionate enough if you're so adamant to learn about the salary. I'll never fucking understand that. No. Why people in interviews are like, you know, you keep talking about salary. That just makes me think that the main reason you're here is for the money. Yeah. It is. That is the main <laughs> reason I'm is. here. It's so that I can make money so I can live. <laughs> what yep. are you talking about? Straight up what like, a job is, bro. Oh, my God. If I didn't have to work, I wouldn't. Thanks. Like, then I might do something that's, like, more of a passion project. But mm-hmm. no, I need to live. I need to make money to live. So, mm-hmm. yeah, salary discussion is crucial. And having this attitude by hiring managers that potential keepers coming in who want to know about the salary conditions are less passionate or less qualified than other people is bullshit and that needs to stop it's unacceptable and like the fact that you're like you're expected to waste like three hours plus to not even find the salary until like the third interview mm-hmm. like i had one once <laughs> i was looking for full-time employment i had two zoos and aquariums mm-hmm. that i was hired that i was interviewing for and i really wanted one of them and i was like kind of excited about the other one and i ended up getting offered both of them one of which was like full time. It was like $13 an hour or something. Literally, what the fuck ever. I'll just take it. I thought mm-hmm. it was with the animals that I wanted to work with. And so that was like the step up part to me, even though the pay mm-hmm. was like a downgrade. And then the other one, I remember the HR woman calling me. And she's like, congratulations. We are <laughs> so happy to offer you part-time employment for $9 an hour. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's very nice. But that's physically fucking impossible. <laughs> that has potential as a tiktok audio (laughs) like what the actual fuck and it was a downtown it was like in a very expensive city in Mm -hmm. a downtown area that this zoo aquarium was no fucking way dude are you i was like "Ah, ah, ah, ah." no like absolutely not you were out of your goddamn mind part-time who the fuck do you think i am what the fuck? It's oh fucking ridiculous. God. Like, there needs to be that transparency on the job posting. Don't even wait till the fucking interview. Let people that, know yeah. what they're getting into. That was Don't after have them two. Waste their time. I think that was after a phone and a Zoom interview. Mm-hmm. And they knew I was looking for full time. Why would you even offer me that? Get out. Because they suck. Get they out. Suck. But like, that's the problem is that you, if you don't have these um, open discussions about salary, then you get new keepers that come in that have no idea what they should be getting paid yeah. or what the fucking job market looks like. Yeah. And they're like happy to accept a $12 an hour position. And it's yeah. like, no, you went through a lot more work than that. And I get that Sue's are like, you know, dealing and aquariums are dealing with a lot of like nonprofit shit and they can't always pay more to their staff. But that's still not an excuse 
to not pay more to your staff. Like, I yeah. don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. And it's especially not an excuse to not tell your staff what the pay is going to be because it just makes these conversations secret. You make your employees feel like they have to keep it secret yeah. and not discuss it with each other. Oh, because you might find out that someone's getting paid more. I always tell everyone how much I make. <laughs> I always did. I was always the one that was yes. like, oh, I just got hired. I make um, 13. Oh, I make 18.50. What are you guys at? Oh, interesting. Oh, you just got hired and you have way more experience than me and you're making less than me. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I worked at a place where um, a girl that I worked with had the exact same amount of volunteer slash intern experience, like down to the month as this guy that got hired at around the same time. The hiring rate that she got paid was a dollar less than him. Fuck's sake. And it didn't come out into a year into her employment. And she was like, why is that? And they're like, well, you shouldn't be having salary discussions. She was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't answer my question, did it? No. It's ridiculous. Um, don't feel bad if you're in an interview and you're looking for a keeping position. Don't feel bad asking about the salary. If they're going to be fucking weird no. about it, you don't want to work at that place. Then anyways, you know. They're obviously yes. already trying to take advantage of you. Yes. Then you know that they're not accurately compensating their staff if they're yep. gonna be cagey about it then that's your i mean that's your answer they're yeah, not paying they a livable wage <laughs> yes i mean that's ridiculous but i think you're right like the fact that people god i think i wrote like on one of the instagram ca- captions that was just like um i'm sorry you can't take it i've been <laughs> beat every day at my job and i make a dime i guess you're just not cut out for it like what the well, fuck are you talking about and that leads into my next point is this was another recent topic on social media um talking about fucking working for free don't ever fucking work for free i don't care if it's your quote-unquote passion you need to work and be compensated for your work i don't care if you love spending time with your animals i don't care if you want to spend more than your eight fucking hours of the day that you already spend with them if you want to spend an extra 15 minutes and not take a lunch with your animals like that's fucking strange but okay but get paid for it like take your full lunch Check on the 15 minutes at the end of the day and get paid overtime for it. It's unacceptable for you to be giving up your legally mandated free time mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Like they made labor laws for a reason. Yes. Do you want to be a baby in a cave like mining for fucking blood diamonds? No. <laughs> then why are you <laughs> actively <laughs> why are you actively pushing for that by setting these horrible expectations with your employer? Mm-mm. And that's all you're doing is like making it normal and making it right and fucking over everyone else right yeah you're setting you're setting an unrealistic expectation by your employer that the amount of work that you and your team are collectively able Mm -hmm. to get done in the day is done within the working hours Mm -hmm. and guess what that's not what's happening when you work extra for free no and emails and writing on the daily that's Uh still work you can't just like oh do all my quote-unquote zookeeping and then clock out and then update my daily for an hour bitch Mm -hmm. that's your job that's part of your job that's part of your job yes don't have your work email on your phone like Mm -hmm. don't email or text if your boss asks you a work question after work and it's not a fucking animal medical emergency that Mm -hmm. gets ignored until working hours yep it does like what yeah, or what? people are like, well, I was working on, like, special extra enrichment for them so that they Shove have, it up like, your higher welfare. Shove okay, it up your well, own ass. <laughs> if they, if you feel that your animals should be receiving, like, better welfare conditions, then that needs to be on the clock. Yeah. That doesn't, that's not your responsibility to take on their welfare. Yes. That is Give it not to your, cat. your responsibility. Give it to your own cat or dog. If you think that you working through your lunch and you not taking two 15-minute breaks a day is... Like, the difference between the animals getting proper care and not, like, 
then there's an issue because that's only an, like an hour and 30 more minutes. And that's right. the make it or break it. Like, no, that sounds like there's already way more fucking issues. <laughs> yeah. Way more fucking issues. They probably need like 10 more hours of, of care a day. Okay. So like your hour and a half isn't going to save the world, queen. You're just going to fucking die. And then who's going to take right. care of him? Yeah. Some bimbo who's going to walk in and they're going to be like, well, Karen uh, recently passed the fuck away from overexertion. <laughs> Um, but the expectation still stands, bitch. So then you've got this new girl that came in. She's making $8 an hour and she's having to step up to your level. She also is going to perish immediately. Like, right. why? Why? Yeah. And like, why have you done of, this? A lot, of, a lot of the fucking responses I saw on this goddamn post were people like, well, their quality of care or our quality of care is their quality of life. Fuck that. Fuck you for saying that. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there because... That's fucking bullshit. This is a job. Yes, a lot of us get into it for because we care about animals. Flora and I still care about animals. That hasn't fucking sure. changed. We love them to death. We would do sometimes. anything for them. Sure. But we now do it within our own healthy boundaries because no one's quality of life needs to come before your own. That's fucking ridiculous because the more that you do that, the less you have to give to others. Not to mention the fact that it's fucking miserable. <laughs> like, yeah. If you don't care about yourself, whatever. Don't care about yourself. But like you cannot realistically do that over a long period of time. And like mm. Flora said, if the, if the fucking 30 extra minutes that you're not taking your lunch and you're putting time towards your animals is going to make a difference, it's not. You've already mm -hmm. spent eight fucking mm -hmm. hours with them. 30 mm -hmm. minutes is not going to change that. Yeah. And a lot of people out there are like, well, I just like like making enrichment in my spare time. And I like, you know, like like w doing behavioral observations on my animals, whatever the fuck. OK, unless it's a fucking emergency, don't fucking do it. Get paid for it. I don't understand yeah. why people are so against getting paid for the work that they're doing. Like, like get paid for it. <laughs> Nothing is going to delete your passion. Like only working yes. the amount of yes. hours you're getting paid for doesn't mean you're not passionate it means you're not a fucking moron <laughs> like, <laughs> like exactly. i don't know what to tell you like do other stuff I, mm -hmm. you're setting the worst expectation for your employer and it's gonna get worse and worse and worse and mm -hmm. we're not saying we didn't do it i used to make we made enrichment we made oh we painted an entire world tiger day fucking the zoo made an event out of shit we did off the clock you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. and it only gets worse and it only continues mm -hmm. and the expectation is there and it's stupid as fuck and it will never change no if that's what you're providing them and they're getting this free labor and all this free stuff they're never gonna like be like oh no they're gonna be like oh stop you can't that's illegal <laughs> don't do that yeah no one's wink, gonna step wink, in wink, and wink, make wink, the wink. right call <laughs> no they're gonna be like yeah fuck yeah do that more take advantage of you till you die they don't care about you they just want to save money yeah, and, and we've talked about so oh, many times on this so show that, that it's like part of the biggest problem that we have in the industry is that they take advantage of your passion and they use that in lieu of your compensation. And it sucks because there's guilt involved. There's fucking exploitation involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's fucked up on so many levels. And what you're doing by working freely off the clock of your own volition is you're building into that culture. Whether you agree or not, Babe, you're being exploited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whether mm -hmm. you enjoy doing it and you enjoy being exploited doesn't change the fact yeah. that your workplace is still exploiting you. And so by willingly going along with that and continuing to do so, you are building a culture of them taking advantage of your passion. We're not saying don't fucking take care of your animals. We're not saying you can't care about them. We're not saying you can't spend your time doing animal-centric shit. But get fucking paid for it. 
Like, it's not that fucking hard. And if you are, like, so animal crazy that, like, even after hours, you want (laughs) to keep doing animal shit, like Flora said, make enrichment for your pets at home. Volunteer at an animal shelter. Donate to conservation. Fucking listen to our goddamn podcast. Like, I'm picturing, I don't, like, so this rabid person who's just like, animals! Like, I can't speak for, like, other industries. And I'm sure there's, I mean, yes, there's some who do this exact same thing. This is not specific to zookeeping. There's, every mm-hmm. industry takes care of, uh, takes advantage of their employees. But can you imagine just, like, a doctor being like, I'm so passionate about, like, brain surgery. And he's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I get off at noon, but, like, what if I just did an extra brain surgery just for, like, fucking fun? <laughs> like, they don't fucking do that, dude. They get paid the big bucks and they don't do that. I'm pretty right. sure they don't. Like, there's not, like, a fucking NASA man who's like, I just fucking, I love <laughs> rockets. I'm going to make an extra rocket when I get home. And, Yo, like, I give it to sons. NASA. I and- made another sun. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? I just don't. It just, it, like, go home and fucking jerk off. And you're, if you have that much energy, there's so many other things that you'd be doing. Do something yeah. for yourself. All we're asking <laughs> is for you to, like, take time for yourself and to Calm get paid for the shit down. you're doing and then in the comments these people are freaking out they're like no i want to work free forever i will die it for this my employer that doesn't give a fuck what? about me bro we're trying to get better conditions for you yeah calm down what, who are you fighting <laughs> we're working to actively get you paid trying to, to get do you more those money. things you like bro <laughs> like i just what are you doing, what? man? What's the disconnect there? Well, and I know someone's sitting here throughout this whole conversation just waiting to jump in. They're sitting on their fucking thumbs waiting to just jump in and Thumb scream right at us up and be like, ass. well, there's, what if there's an emergency? Like, what, oh my are you God. just going to ignore it? Are you just going to ignore the emergency? No, fuck that's you. Of course not. That's what we're fucking talking not. about. Fucking that's the whole fucking shit. And that's where people fucking step up and they come together. And that's how you see the true culture of your team is if there's a true emergency, you know the people are going to fucking show up if they're available to do so. <laughs> but yes. That is not the expectation. You, no. Your job, you weren't hired under the expectation that you are on-call emergency 24-7. That's not your fucking job. Mm-mm. You're hired to work however many hours a day to do your fucking job. Yes, emergencies are part of the job. Shit comes up. Animals are unpredictable. We all know this. But that doesn't mean that you should forego your own well-being Mm-mm. on the off chance that an emergency might happen. No. Fuck's sake. And there should be emergency Grow time up. built into your day. Like, if your there day you is jam-packed with the goddamn basics from start to finish, <laughs> yeah. then that's not realistic at your at your job. That's not realistic. Mm-hmm. An animal refuses shift. An animal eats a fucking penny. An animal takes a weird shit. An animal looks backwards at something and, like, cricks its neck. I don't know. Birds do everything dumb. And they will mm-hmm. do everything dumb all day. So, like, there has to be time built into your schedule. If there's not, then you don't have no time in your day. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Then your company needs to hire more people. Mm-hmm. You're taking care and of too many animals. There's just well, not. Well, I saw so many right. people respond to this discourse saying, like, this is, like, a company issue. And, like, it's not fair to put the ownership of this problem on keepers and, like, bring down keepers if they're doing this to keep the fucking thing Oh, afloat. literally eat rocks. It's not your job to keep the zoo <laughs> afloat, babe. First eat off. Eat rocks. <laughs> if you think you're that E-Rocks. important, you think you think uh, you think it's all holding together because you didn't take a lunch. Eat rocks. You're full of yourself, <laughs> babe. I got babe, something to tell you. You're fucking full of yourself. <laughs> I got something to say. No one gives a shit. They're gonna fire you tomorrow. They don't give a shit. Yeah, and the whole thing is, it's just like, well, the culture isn't gonna change. The company isn't gonna change. They're not addressing these issues, so it's up to me. No, it's not. No, it's not. Again, you know, oh, I'm gonna take you back to my original point. No one's well-being is more important than your own. If you're not looking out for your own well-being, no one else is. So what, do you, what, do you what think, the fuck are you doing? You think in that CEO's office, that big boss baby, he's sitting there and he's like, oh, I love when Karen doesn't take her fucking lunch. Like, she's so <laughs> passionate. No. 
He's in there mm-hmm. licking dollar bills and putting them in a stripper's <laughs> ass. He doesn't care. He has so much money. He does not care. Nobody's looking down at you and thinking that, like, oh, they're so passionate. They're looking down at you and they're like, that girl is literally profit because she works so much for so little. Yep. They're, you're thinking that they're looking at you like, wow, what a dedicated, passionate employee. They're looking <laughs> at you at, look at the passion we can exploit from this employee for free. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why if you get a promotion and you're working extra hours and all that dumb shit, that's why you got the promotion. Mm-hmm. Not because you were more skilled <laughs> in like a perfect job. Mm-hmm. It's because you worked 40 extra hours a week mm-hmm. and they knew that you would continue to do so. Sorry, babe. You're still being exploited. You might be a great, so fantastic fucking me. keeper. <laughs> You weren't promoted for the right reason. And you deserve better. You deserve to be in an organization that values your time, yeah. values your commitment, and values you as an employee, not yeah. just for the extra shit that you can provide for free. Yes. It's yes. Up. <laughs> Drives like, me all, insane. All we want is you to be compensated for your work mm-hmm. and have enough time to take your legally mandated breaks that are required by law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god! That you I'm just so, so sorry happen that to we're be asking like, you to take a break. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. And I want, I want when that promotion to come through, to come through, that it came through because of your hard work. It came mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. because you were able to bring enough skill and expertise to the position, or it came through because you are so great at like challenging communication difficulties in the mm-hmm. workplace, or you came up with a new idea that is like totally bombsky that's improving animal welfare, but you did it on the fucking clock. You didn't have to kill yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not how a fucking promotion should come. That's boomer bullshit and it's psychotic. So stop. It is boomer <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, just um, look up what your like legally, your like state's job legal shit is. We, mm-hmm. I had a place where we had two 15 minute breaks, like one in the first like, bracket of time of your day the second one in the second and then like a 50 minute lunch or something in the middle right mm-hmm. and it was like bonkers in the morning no one could take that break so we took a 30 minute break in the p.m and we got fucking yelled at mm-hmm. so then nobody they just started doing taking 15 minute breaks only but then i was like yolo i'm taking both so i would take my 15 minute break in the morning and everyone would be like what are you doing in here why are you sitting down like your animals haven't fed and i was like mm-hmm. i'm eating yogurt <laughs> this is my legally mandated AM break that you're forcing me to take now. So my yoga if you break. would like to feed the Kawadi, here's a mouse. B- bonjour. Bye. <laughs> Do it your fucking self. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you have to make boundaries. And that's one thing that it does suck. And like you're going to be like, oh, my God, the animals. That Okay, the animals. The animals. Like it, You're telling me in the wild, a Kawadi didn't go like 30 minutes with a mouse? I had to wait till 1.30 instead of 1 to eat a mouse? <laughs> That's what I mean. If you set a boundary, that's fuck? a 15 minute fucking boundary, and it means that they get their mouse 15 minutes later, you're not decreasing from their welfare. And if they die from that, there is an issue. <laughs> that wasn't you, babe. There's something else going on. <laughs> something else ain't right in this situation. <laughs> something yeah. ain't right. That's a good point, though. It brings me to my next and final point uh, how to set boundaries and prioritize your personal well being in yeah. a potentially toxic setting. So, like, a lot again a lot of the discourse that we saw surrounded like well if you aren't doing this then you aren't passionate enough and if you're not like going out of your way for animal welfare and putting animal welfare first then maybe you're not cut out for this job shut the fuck up a (laughs) again back in your boomer bullshit b and then c setting personal boundaries is not weakness it is not Mm -mm. you not being passionate it is you it's not you not being a good keeper it's none Mm -hmm. of those fucking things it's you recognizing and understanding that your life and well-being has value and 
that your animals' lives and well-being have value. And those Mm -hmm. two things can peacefully coexist. They do not have to be at fucking odds with each other. Mm -hmm. It's infuriating. And people are like, well, the culture, the company doesn't do anything about it and they're not interested in it. So the culture isn't changing. So it's up to me. Again, go back to point fucking two. It's not your job to run the zoo, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, if your company has such a fucking problem Mm -hmm. that the entire program of animal welfare sits on your fucking shoulders of you not taking a lunch Mm -hmm. then you you gotta go yeah i know you love those animals i know you do we all do how many breaks kill yourself uh what how long is big boss baby's lunch you gonna eat lunch with him because i'm sure he's taking his fucking full lunch Mm -hmm. at the strip club put money in that (laughs) stripper's underwear i'm telling you i've seen him there (laughs) it's just like it's ridiculous. You have, to, you have to set your fucking boundaries. If your boss is like, what are you doing taking your lunch? You're like, oh, I'm, I'm taking, taking my, my legally lunch. mandated lunch. That's yeah. what I'm doing, taking my lunch. And they're like, oh, well, the cleaning isn't done yet. And it's like, oh, interesting. I didn't have enough time to do it in my day. Yep. So what that tells me is that mm, maybe there's too much going on or maybe there's not enough people to do it. Mm-hmm. So that seems like a you problem, mm-hmm. boss of mine, who's bothering mm-hmm. me during my lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to my lunch. It's not your responsibility to change that fucking situation. No. And like like we had emergency situations where we worked through our lunch and our boss actually put in that we worked through our lunch. Like they wrote mm-hmm. it down and we got paid for our fucking lunch. Like Good. It, and it was an emergency and they got it There's done for a solution. us. Did I still order Uber Eats to bring me McDonald's because otherwise I would have passed out on top of a bird that I was trying to rescue? <laughs> yes. Because homie needs sustenance like uh-huh. hourly or I will die. But you have to look out for you. Like, you're not going to be any good if you're worked to the bone either. Like, what kind of employee no. is like a skeleton? Yeah. Not and, a good like, one. I think we said it previously in this episode, but we're not saying don't look out for animals. We're not saying ignore no. their welfare. We're not saying to just be like, oh, time is up. It's 4 p.m. Time for me to fucking go. See you later, orangutan that's choking on a bone. No, <laughs> that's not what we're fucking saying. What we are saying is that you need to set rigid boundaries and recognize that your well-being has to be a priority like yeah, if that orangutan is choking on a bone i'm gonna fucking deal with it before i go but i'm also gonna reach out to my boss and be like hey that took me 23 minutes to deal with that yeah. bone choking incident i'm gonna come in 23 minutes later tomorrow hell yeah and they have to be okay with that yes you have to have those conversations yes and who's gonna profit the most from you having more time with the animals or the animals having more staff the fucking animals dude mm-hmm. Like running ourselves ragged and all this shit. I know. And then like with uh, COVID, like quarantine and all that shit. Like we, Mm -hmm. the place I was at like furloughed like 90% of us. And so they were running Mm -hmm. on like bare bones. Like the animals didn't see enrichment for like Mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. Months. So try Mm -hmm. to tell me that I can't take my lunch. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah, if your fucking manager comes in, starts guilting like, oh, well, this animal didn't get this enrichment their third one of the day and you're like okay well i was running ragged all day i could barely finish the cleaning mm-hmm. and the first two enrichment mm-hmm. and they're like well you need to figure it out and you'll be like no actually you need to figure it out because mm-hmm. if i don't have time to do it in my eight hour day then that's your fucking problem mm-hmm. so either you manager who has time to come yell at me about this can make it or you can hire additional staff to support yeah. that but that's not my fucking problem not to mention that one of my jobs we work 10 hours and then our lunch was 11 so we actually, there was people who worked through their whole lunch, so they would actually be working 11 hours a day. Awesome. <laughs> it's and, ridiculous. And they too. got nothing for it, again, right? right? Like, you think, 
mm-hmm. or there's some thought in your head that like i'm going above and beyond i will be appreciated i will be no mm-hmm. you made that the normal expectation you're no longer yes. going above and beyond you are doing the expectation so on mm-hmm. the review they will now expect more right like you're only hurting yourself and the entire industry over and over and over again it and the ain't welfare of right. your animals yes <laughs> it ain't right it's not fucking right if you really truly cared about their welfare you would prioritize your own mm-hmm. it's not that fucking deep and i think it bleeds back into like doing other shit that isn't necessarily like traditional keeping tasks or animal care tasks like on the clock you're not looking at your fucking emails on the weekend babe you're not if an emergency yeah. comes in where they need you they can call you you're mm-hmm. not fucking looking at your emails after hours during the week mm-hmm. if an emergency comes up they can fucking call you you're not working on the daily after hours after you've clocked out. That needs to happen. If you aren't done and you've rushed through the end of your shift and you still have 20 minutes of dailies to fill out and you're 20 minutes over, guess what? 20 minutes of overtime for you. If they yeah. have a problem with it, then they need to help you rearrange the day so you have time to finish what needs to be done. Yep. All of that goes into play. If they're sitting there being like, oh, we have this extra thing that needs to be done, you know, like this area needs to be propped or whatever during lunch. So everyone's going to skip their lunch today. Oh, cool. Okay. So are you getting paid for that hour that you're missing or are you getting an extra hour tacked on later? Because that conversation needs to happen. You don't just have to sit there, blindly agree to whatever your superior says. Like Mm -hmm. you can still set boundaries that are professional and appropriate Mm -hmm. with your animal's welfare and your welfare in mind. And if your zoo functions in a way that they're like forcing you guys or like the expectation is to skip your lunch Mm -hmm. that you like can't get tasks done unless everyone just like runs ragged, what do you do? Fire you? (laughs) <laughs> they can't aff- they can't afford to miss a person <laughs> you're golden take your fucking yeah. lunch sit you down be any more valuable <laughs> make a boundary like it it's this stupid like i i'll do anything i you know i'd give up anything to have that job or mm-hmm. you know like uh it's the so moment toxic. that you adopt that mindset is the moment that you're letting your your company recognize that they can take advantage of you they're gonna don't stick fucking do their it whole fist up your ass and take dollars out of you you Every can be time. a fantastic keeper that loves what they do, that loves their animals, and is passionate about the whole fucking cause. You can do that and still work eight hours a day, no overtime, or work yes. fucking eight hours a day with yes. an hour of overtime for an extra event, or fucking yeah. work eight hours a day and take your goddamn lunch. You can do, do all of those things. Do fucking Azac after work. Do mm-hmm. Azac. Who cares? Do something else. Yeah. It, the fucking weight of the world is not on your shoulders, babe. Please, everyone's annoying. Down. Everyone on the internet is annoying. <laughs> it's the outspoken ones. They're so obnoxious. I'm gonna keep making memes till I die about how annoying all of you are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so that's kind of it. There's a lot of gaslighting <laughs> in place. We've talked about that before. Yeah. If you want to hear more and you haven't listened to our zoo wrap up episodes, we did release two of those: wrap up part one and two. Um, talked about our experience in the industry and some of our specific anecdotes. It's pretty fiery. I don't know. If you like this, you might like that. So we recommend checking it out. But thanks, everyone, for joining us this mm-hmm. week. Listening to a little bit of this Discord. Listen to something a little bit different. We hope that you got some good advice out of it. And we hope that you recognize that your life and your passions and your pursuits all have value. And you don't have to be defined by some shitty manager who doesn't let you take your lunch. That fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, please feel free to follow us on social media we're active on facebook instagram twitter we also that's where we post all of our spicy hot <laughs> flaming hot memes spicy. spicy um god they're good i just gotta say 
I'm going to toot our own horn again real quick. Toot, 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 toot. They're so tootin' good, root tootin' good. So follow us there. If you would like a shout out on the show, like Jacob and his sad Pokemon at the beginning, then you can join us at patreon.com slash keeper chat. Uh, we have a few different tiers set up. If you're going for that shout out tier, it's our $10 tier, Grime Gang tier. And you'll also get access to our Discord server where you can top all things zookeeping. We have a bunch of we share like animal pages and pictures from when we go to zoos. We like share recipes. We were watching mm. scary movies this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk about how fucking rad your life is and you can talk about all the video games you hate. It's great. There's something for everyone there. So it's a really great community. We love everyone there and we would love to have you join. We also have extra tiers set up where you can get access to bonus episodes each month. You can also have a say in the type of things we talk about each week. So if you want to pick an animal for us to discuss, you can do that there. Please send your future quick and dirty episodes to keeperchat at gmail.com. We also accept fan and hate mail there. So if you disagree with us, <laughs> light up the inbox, babe. We won't read um, it. Yeah, I'm just going to delete it. Delete. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. <laughs> um, we also do what's called Rat Raves every month, where if you uh, leave a rating and review on iTunes or Podchaser, we'll donate $5 to the conservation organization of our patron's choice. Really quick and easy way to help out animals, and it's a much better way to spend your extra animal frenzy time instead of fucking cleaning an enclosure or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Disgusting. Alrighty, that's it. Hope you're all having a great week. Hope you're all setting healthy personal and work boundaries, mm-hmm. and we'll chat with y'all next week. Smell Bye. you later. Bye.